Man, I'm so glad to be out of that fucking recliner. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all can't see this, but yeah, the past few podcasts I've actually, thanks to my leg situation, uh, or at least the pa- the last podcast I recorded from the comfort of my wife's recliner <laughs> with my leg propped up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was um, terrible. Yeah. I had to keep like my neck cocked to the side. Yeah, because we couldn't get the mic over you yeah. in a comfortable way. And then I had to find a place to sit without moving all of your furniture <laughs> around. So that was, I'm glad we're back to uh, back to our original office. I don't know, whatever, our recording our studio. studio. <laughs> uh, hey, everybody, welcome to Beer and Bible. I am Neil, and I do all the research. And uh, I am now caffeinated. I've, I've I, come back to the light. Yeah, I, I quit the coffee. We're still recording in the day, in the daytime, which is still a little <laughs> weird. But um, so I've got my morning Java flowing through me. Uh, so I, that's what I'm drinking today. <laughs> I, I broke my fast, or not fasting, but I broke my uh, thing too. I've, I've got a coffee here as well, and I actually drank some beer last night. It was wonderful. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it actually, so because I went to the doctor yesterday, got a pretty good report on my leg. And um, he said that I can drink, just don't drink to the excess that I fall and hurt my leg worse. Okay. So that's it's very vague, but he said, yeah, I don't, I wouldn't worry about the alcohol. Cool. So that was a green light for me. Yeah. So, oh, so what are you? You're drinking? What was, I'm drinking a blonde roast. I've got some freeze dried coffee. Okay. I can't remember Juan Valdez, I think it is, but okay. it's it's awesome for like Stacy started getting it for our camping trips and like backpacking trips. Because you can like just put it in a Ziploc baggie and like you pour it in and it it's coffee freeze dried coffee grounds that actually dissolve. I guess it's ground up really fine the way you do yours. So yeah, it dissolves maybe. kind of like into nothing. Like it's just like really tasty coffee. Yeah. So I've uh, I've got a system of how I how I do my coffee. So we'll talk about that later. Next, <laughs> I'll I'll bring it up. But um, oh, and so one. yeah, I'm Chris. I didn't even do my thing. No, I'm Chris, official Bible reader. Not beer drinker yet, but next episode, I'm going to try and have a beer in hand, even if it is 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock or whatever o'clock in the morning. If it's 7 o'clock, that's fine. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I've Breakfast. been released by the doctor. Breakfast beer is a thing, right? Oh, absolutely. I, I, all right, this is my stupidity. Whenever I think breakfast beer, I know they're oatmeal stouts, and that's what sits in my head, but I think that's from back when I was a kid only eating oatmeal for breakfast, and like that's connected, yeah. except this one doesn't have the dinosaur eggs, that one, like the... You, Oh, I used to love that shit. Yeah, yeah it would turn into a little fruit dinosaur, like yeah. some kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But I, I uh, that's not a great breakfast beer because it's heavy. I mean, it would be good because a lot of them are really tasty. Stouts is where you get a lot of those good flavorings, oh. like vanilla and all that stuff. But and some spices. But that'd be kind of heavy to start the day off with that. If you're gonna do like a long haul day drink, I start with like lighter stuff in the morning. Which again, with the citrusy fruity IPAs, that's a pretty good one. Okay, so it's a little but, bit like orange juice. No, yeah. not at all. <laughs> or you could start just banging out Bud Heavy's first thing in the morning and just keep that rolling, like, you know, all day long. Grab a couple 24 packs. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, did you have something you wanted to share with us? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, speaking of beer and Bible and what we're doing here, it's been brought to my attention by Neil that on Spotify, we've got some people kind of riding our fucking coattails a little bit here. And there's, well, now I don't want to say it in a mean way like that, yeah. <laughs> but, but there are some other beer and Bibles out there. There's, we won't name this specifically, but if you go on Spotify or, you know, the apps you're streaming from, if you're a new listener or if you're telling somebody about it, cause if you're, you already found us, if you're listening to this, yeah. but, um, look for the mug in the cross and it's beer and Bible. We're the OGs. Yeah. There's, there's no plurals on anything. Also Instagram, beer and Bible show, um, Facebook, 
what are we in we're just beer and bible, beer and bible look, for the, look, look for, the, for the mug in the cross yeah yeah, yeah. um there are the other shows uh none of them are rated explicit lyrics like ours I was gonna is. Say, that's like, another good way to find uh, uh you can always note that and we only do verses like our our um our pattern is only do verses it looks like a lot of the other uh ones out there that might be good i haven't listened to them are more like christians subjects and topics and if you've been with us you know that we tend to stay with the bible or we have a really we steer, weird steer very clear of the yeah, yeah <laughs> um we're not really we're not really great if, for christian ideas we're really great if you just want to hear about the bible and you've probably learned that but if you've listened this far you've kind of figured that out but um if, big, again if you've got family and friends if you got friends if you acquaintances um <laughs> Just uh, might maybe point them towards the mug and the cross, yeah. or uh, also to look for the ones that are are uh, verses. Dude, so on the Spotify thing, do you list it as explicit, or does somebody actually listen to this and they're like, "Oh, that's explicit," and then they put the tag on there? Uh, no, I, I put the tag on there. I think when I first got us uh, registered with iTunes. Oh, gotcha. And, uh, and I think the way I put it with um uh with our RSS feed, which you don't. Along with all the research, Neil also does everything else with the podcast. Uh, I've got a lot of good friends that help me out in figuring out what to do. But yes, that's what we've got going on. And uh, just it helps people um, because I've heard people. uh, My my fear is that people get the name wrong and then they get the wrong podcast and they go, this isn't fun at all. Not saying anything bad about this, guys. We haven't listened to any of it. But just saying, like, if you're trying to send somebody our way, um, yeah, look for the mug in the cross. Yeah, I wonder how many people have accidentally come to us instead when they're looking for their podcasts and they end up going, these guys are terrible human beings. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's, that's us. There's some blasphemous motherfuckers out there that are riding y'all's coattails. Yeah. Um, all right, so uh, we are in, um, we just finished up Matthew chapter 8 last episode. What? We're in Matthew? Yeah. <laughs> Forever. We're almost done. No, no, we got 20 more chapters to go, buddy. Oh. Um, so we get through the Sermon on the Mount, a lot of teaching, and then we get to action Jesus from eight to nine. That's Jesus <laughs> doing things and talking and meeting with people. And we like get to see him interacting with the world. And then in chapter 10, he's going to take his posse, his 12 disciples, and he's going to send them out to do, um, like the old question is, well, what are they doing? And the answer is, uh, they're teaching everything from five through seven and they're doing the stuff from eight through nine. So it's like. Jesus does the stuff. Now he's going to send his disciples to go do exactly what he just did. Gotcha. Um, so that's where we are with, uh, with the story. And we're going to do some Old Testament reading first just to get everyone ready. And we're, uh, keep in mind in the Jewish uh, the Jewish culture that we're in, first century Judaism, they're going to be familiar with these passages. So I, uh, And then Matthew's readers would have been familiar with this. So I want to make sure that our audience is familiar with these passages as well. Mm. So let's kick us off with the chapter of Hosea. Hosea is a prophet. Oh, he, yeah. um, uh, God came to him and said, look, I want you to Where be an example. Oh, I found it. Uh, uh, we want, I want um, you to be an example of my love for Israel because Israel's a hoe. She goes out <laughs> and she keeps uh, chasing after. Hey, men gods. can be hoes too. Yes. Yes. But uh, <laughs> they are a hoe. Yes, they are a hoe. <laughs> And so what he does is he tells uh, uh, Hosea, not Isaiah, Hosea to go out and marry a woman that's a prostitute. And she's probably a temple prostitute. That that is, she's at another temple for another god, not the Israelis. The Israelis didn't have temple prostitutes. No, no, not nearly as much fun. But uh, they (laughs) they have to be in the boring religion. Yeah. 
Um, so the Israeli, uh, so he would leave, he would go from Israel, go to a, 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 um, temple where then he would marry one of the temple prostitutes from there. And this was supposed to be an allegory, like a living allegory of how God would come back to Israel, who would continue to disobey him and go after other gods. Okay. <laughs> I'm just thinking about like these other temples, like how did that work? Like there's just like, you're strolling up to the temple and like, you know, you got your family with you for like Sunday service or whatever. Like, I mean, I'm sure they didn't have like Sunday service, but like you're rolling up with your family and then you see like some like attractive man or woman standing out front and it's like, well, got to go do it for the cause. And yeah. then, like, y'all go on in and find us a seat. I'll be in there. It's not me. It's the religion. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's so weird. Anyway, so so we're going to read a chapter out of Hosea 6. Hosea. All right, this is going to be a long one, but yeah, hang with me here. Come, let us return to the Lord. He has torn us to pieces, but he will heal us. He has injured us, but he will bind up our wounds. After two days, he will revive us. On the third day, he will restore us, that we may live in his presence. Let us acknowledge the Lord. Let us pray on to acknowledge him. As surely as the sun rises, he will appear. He will come to us like the winter rains, like the spring rains that water the earth. What can I do with you, Ephraim? Uh, what can I do with you, Judah? Your love is like uh, the morning mist, like the early dew that disappears. Therefore, I cut you in pieces with my prophets. I killed you with the words of my mouth. Damn, this is violent. My judgments flash like lightning upon you, for I desire mercy, not sacrifice, and acknowledgement of God rather than burnt offerings. Like Adam, they've broken the covenant. They were unfaithful to me there. Gilead is a city of wicked men, stained with footprints of blood. As marauders lie in ambush for a man, so do bands of priests. Damn. They murder on the road to Shechem, committing shameful crimes. I have seen a horrible thing in the house of Israel. There Ephraim is given to prostitution, and Israel is defiled. Also for you, Judah, a harvest is appointed. Uh, whenever I would restore the fortunes of my people. That's it. Yeah, that's uh, that's man. That's some, somebody is pissed. I guess that's God. Like God's pissed. Yeah, yeah. So uh, th- that's exactly what he's laying down. In this Hosea is. is <laughs> I think we've talked about this. Um, when you think prophecy, God's I, mad a lot. Damn. Look at Israel. I mean, uh, not, okay, like, okay, okay. It's okay, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotcha. It's like, uh, man, those parents have anger issues. Have you seen their children? Um, <laughs> that sounds really bad. Like I'm blaming the parents or blaming the children for the like. Th- that's not the case. But uh, no, Israel is going. Uh, continues to disobey God. So then he's just laying into them with these things, and he, he's also pointing out that um, they're they're still doing the sacrifices. So it's like it's like doing everything wrong, and then always apologizing. Like, okay, I cheated on you, honey. But I bought you flowers, so kind of <laughs> that kind of makes things better. It's like, no, that's the, no, no. Yeah. Uh, let's go further into fourteen nine. We're gonna jump to another section of Hosea and just read one verse, not eleven, like we just did. <laughs> uh, let's see here, fourteen. Got it. Who is wise? He will realize these things. Who is discerning? He will understand them. Uh, oh, there's more. The ways of the Lord are right. The watch, the righteous walk in them, but the rebellious stumble in them. Damn, this is crazy. I'm sober. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's a confusing Bible. <laughs> We're using our stolen Bibles. <laughs> I so. marked the wrong spot, too. Oh, shoot. I mean, right. I read the right verse. I just didn't mark at the end of the verse. So. Oh, okay. So, uh, anyways, um, again, these are the, the pictures or the reflections that God has upon his people from that point. So we are going to go ahead at that point with that laid down, that foundation, just keep those in the back of your mind. Like, again, 
I just want uh, you as an audience to be familiar with it the same way that Matthew's original readers would have been familiar with those passages. So let's read verse 1. Got it. Jesus stepped into a boat, crossed over, and came to his own town. Ah, which would have been... <gasps> maybe Capernaum, <laughs> or maybe Nazareth. We're not really sure. Probably uh, Capernaum. Um, maybe uh, if he's at uh, <coughs> Capernaum, I think it's like... I think it's Capernaum in the uh, Capernaum, Capernaum in the Hebrew, hmm. in the brew. Um, maybe, uh, maybe he stayed with various disciples. Like, hey, John, James, crash at your house. Or I'm gonna tr- crash over at Peter and Andrew's house. Like, we don't know. Uh, maybe he owned a house. He had his own like pad. It wouldn't be out of the ordinary for him to have been there for like a decade or so and have his own house. Like, that could be just normal. Um, maybe he stayed with Peter. That's what some people think that it was like. So he just stayed with Peter. He didn't jump around. Mm. He wasn't like, I'm going to crash this week at John's house next week at Matthew's house. Um, if you have a well-known rabbi, uh, people are probably going to hang around your house. So it's like, there's going to be a lot of people there no matter what. He's, he's a popular guy. (laughs) Again, he's been healing people. That makes you popular when you're healthcare on legs. I mean, people, people will vote you into office. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then verse two, let's keep it going. Now that we've got that figured out, sort of, not at all. Some men brought to him a paralytic lying on a mat. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Take heart, son, your sins are forgiven. Shots fired. Um, <laughs> that's a big deal to be going around, like, if, especially if you're not the Pope, just go around and be like, your sins are forgiven. Like, Oh, yeah, I didn't even realize that. Like, like lying on a mat when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Take heart, son. Also, I'm not sure how helpful that is. So he is. didn't say, like, you're healed. He said... Your sins are forgiven. Huh? Yeah, and, and it, so he starts off with that. Let me save you a temple trip. He might have a little trouble getting there anyway. <laughs> yeah, like he, he pokes also, him in the side. Ha ha! Can't can't. Like, Jesus, him. I believe in you, but you're a dick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's great. Um, I like I really like this concept of of uh, what else do you need to walk for? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, your sins are forgiven. <laughs> Sorry about your legs. <laughs> Damn it, Jesus! Oh man, that makes me think of Mother Teresa. Um, this is gonna be really. All right, I'm going to go on a slight tangent here. Do it. Um, uh, I, I just did a report on Mother Teresa uh, for one of my classes, and I'm an iconoclast. If you haven't learned this about me, I, there's nothing sacred <laughs> for this entire <laughs> podcast. Uh, but Mother Teresa, um, so she healed a lot of people. Or, and she didn't really so much heal them, but she had a lot of care for people that were lepers and all kinds of things, HIV, yeah. AIDS. She, her, uh, her, uh, yeah, her ministry has been really big. Um, but in the 2000s, people started going and being like, you know, she kind of misallocated some funds a little bit. And uh, what they came to find out is that, that what we understand is that her belief was that people who suffered were closer to God and were closer to, to Christ because of their suffering. So she didn't always carry through with the healing and focused more on the uh, um, missional efforts. Of uh-uh, huh. So, anyways, th- there's a lot more to that. It's a lot more complicated, but just maybe think about that of like, Jesus, like, your sins are forgiven. <laughs> Can't walk. Yeah. He's walking away. Sorry about your legs, dog. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right. Jesus. Jesus. Hey, come, uh, come back. So, Where are you going, Jesus? Um, so Matt pretty much assumes that you know uh, the story from Mark, that you've already read the story. It's not like the first time you're coming across this, so he's telling his version of it. Um, Nolan, who's our, uh, he was a commentator. He's like, I'm assuming you're going to know the story from Mark, but... Put me before him in the Bible. Yeah, yeah. Fuck Mark. <laughs> Put me first. <laughs> me first. Um, then he, uh, th- one guy was saying, Nolan, who's a commentator, he says that this story, where it differs from Mark, is that there's more of a focus on the paralyzed guy and uh, and the 
um, what are, uh, and the scribes, the ones that are going to be arguing with him. Uh, mm-hmm. Behold, idu, like that's what it sounds like. Idu is is how it's said in the Greek. Not that it matters to anybody anybody listening here. I'm happy to know that. Yeah, well, and and hopefully, like Joey doesn't call in, like you guys butchered that. <laughs> Check out our podcast on uh, Textual Criticism, criticism, episodes 9 and 10. Um, Anyways, uh, Mark has four men lowering him through the roof. Matthew doesn't really mention that. Faith, uh, so... Oh, yeah, Matthew didn't say a damn thing about that. No, no. Coming down through the roof. I remember that story being a kid, like, or as a kid, they would read that. Yeah. And I think we've talked Because it was, like, so crowded that they couldn't even get into the room, right? Yes, yes. See, I remember that shit. Yeah, so they went up onto the roof, and they just... uh, You've got a little bit of plaster, a little bit of thatching, or whatever, and they just... Just ripped it out. Ripped it out, and then dropped (laughs) the guy. Dragging this poor guy up on the mat, he's like, what are we doing, guys? What's happening? But you gotta be... Like, that's gonna be pretty cool to have some friends that are like... Like, this guy's... He's... (laughs) Not somebody that's going to be super popular. He hasn't, this sounds bad. He doesn't have much to offer. Like, he can't be like, hey, can you help me move? Oh, don't worry about it, Derek. You don't have to help me move because you're paralyzed. I don't know why I decided his name's Derek, but at this point it is. Hmm. Um, but then, and then, and then they're like, they still like hanging out with him. Maybe he's really fun playing chess or something. But maybe it's just really funny. Yeah. Yeah. That's got to be it. So then they take him up on the roof and they lower him through there. So it's like, it's a lot of it, the focus is on the faith of the, um, of the people lowering him. Um, so, yeah, Matthew does a shitty job of that because he doesn't tell any of that. Like, because then it's like Jesus saw their faith, but it, but it may, Matthew makes it sound like they just rolled up and was like, "Hey, Jesus, we got this paralyzed guy. Can you uh, do something with this?" Yeah. <laughs> Instead of like Mark doing the whole thing, well, they went up on the roof, they opened the roof, they lowered this guy down. They did all. <laughs> they did all this shit, but Matthew's like, Jesus saw their faith. Like, yeah. What's up, and Jesus? That's something a pattern that happens. Um, something that I've heard people talk about is that they talk about. Uh, and, and I say people, sometimes it's, uh, you'll see it with, um, I'm trying to think televangelists and such like, Oh, your faith. Like if you don't have enough faith, then you can't like, like I could push you off the, your crutches and be like, Oh, you fell down. It's cause you didn't have enough faith. Like, no, it's gravity bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it really is not much, uh, but in Matthew, you have people that are like, they're getting healed because of somebody else's faith. Like, like the centurion guy we talked about last yeah. time, his servant slash lover slash son. We're not sure what. Probably not all in one. Like yeah, you but, never know. Yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, it was it was Western Syria. <laughs> Moving along. Moving along. Um, but you have that case where the the centurion is the one that has the faith, not the person being healed. Right. And you see that happen in Matthew, where where people are healed because of somebody else's faith. Also, again, the idea of faith. What is faith? It's that relationship from the lower person in the Greco-Roman mindset is the relationship from the lower to the higher. I think we've covered that in this podcast, but uh, think about it uh, as a caste system where you've got nobility, and then you have the plebeians, the lower people. Yeah. Um, so the centurion, I think we talked about last time, you could only, uh, if you're a plebeian and not the nobility, you can only rise so far, mm-hmm. and that's where the centurion mm-hmm. was. He was one of the plebeian peoples. Um, and I'm not sure if I'm using the exact right word there, but... Upper and lower, I know that's correct. And <laughs> the relationship from the lower to the upper is pistis, or is what we translate it as faith. So they are having a uh, a relationship that way. Um, so it's not just a mental assent or knowledge. Like, I believe in Santa Claus. Like, it's more than that. It's like an actual relationship in that way. In uh, uh, it's the faith of the community, not the individual. We talked about that. Um, then... Uh, I'll, uh, let's see here. We talked about how Jesus does heal people and requests, like heals children on on the request of the parents in Matthew. Um, technon uh, is child, but translated back to the um, Septuagint, it's Beni, which is a close relation, the sons of. Uh, your sins are forgiven. This is the only place 
that Jesus declares someone's sins are forgiven right here. Hmm. You, you expect more of it, but it's like, that's such a big, this is, this is one story that's such a big deal in Christianity that it uh, ripples through the rest of our, our ideas. Um, yeah. It's uh, it's the divine passive as well. It's like the sins are forgiven by who? By God. Like Jesus is not saying I have forgiven your sins. Right. It's like letting you know that they're forgiven. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the final verdict this is kind of like the, the, the sins are forgiven. It's like a final verdict given at the end times. Um, even if the decision was made early on, like it, it's a declaration into that. Um, there's debate among, uh, among scholars about how uh, final this claim is. Many think that Jesus is making the final claim before the final days. So he's like, your sins are forgiven. What if he goes and sins some more? Those will be forgiven too. Like, I don't know if hmm. that means like he's going to continue because that, that back to that whole faith thing. Get out of hell free card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that whole faith thing is based on a relationship. Like you can't not have faith and, and maintain that relationship. So his whole thing is like talking about he saw their faith. Yeah. He saw that their relationship was there. So if he like stops seeing their faith, um, that might play into into that. So I don't want to quite say it means get out of hell free card. Yeah. It could. Um, that's enough. That is still an option. I don't want to take that off the table. I just want to give an example of where it doesn't have to be that answer. Gotcha. Um, but it's an early. It's a, it's like a. It, um, I'm thinking about uh, people who end up finding out that they're going to have to go to jail, but they don't have to go to jail like today. Like they have to go spend their weekends in prison or something or in jail. Mm. That does. I I have never been in jail first, but I had a roommate that used to work in a, in a prison system, and he <laughs> told me like, I've never been to jail either. Just to I guess we can get that out too. Yeah, yeah. It may look like it, but I've never been there. Yeah, never not in the drunk tank or anything. No. Nice. No. Um. Anyways, sickness and sin. So like, how are these connected? Like, why is it like, oh, he's got a broken, you know, he's a paralyzed person, and he sits down and goes, your sins are forgiven. Well, that didn't do anything for him, Jesus. <laughs> oh, it did. It did on an eternity scale. Well, we don't see that right now. Um, so there's... I guess that is kind of like a, even that's an old world idea that's like lasted for a long time of like, because I've heard things like that. It's like a cause and effect thing. Like, oh, you've got this bad thing that happened. Mm, it must have been a, you must have done something or like some sin thing. Like I've actually heard that before. Oh, People yeah, no. attribute like bad things happening to like how you probably sinned or something like oh, yeah. that. Yeah, and, and uh, um, there's some rabbinic sources that talk about skin diseases being uh, um, being due to talking poorly about others. Like there's some teachings that like that sp- specific sins cause specific um, uh, harm to you. So there 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 is a Jewish connection that uh, the reason something happens is because of that. There's there's another situation. I'm not sure if it's in this gospel or another. I can't remember where um, there's this guy that comes out and he's been born. He was born blind since birth, uh, or. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. He's he's been blind since birth. Let me put it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I don't know why. I, mm. Been drinking. Yeah, <laughs> the caffeine. The caffeine is over. Sometimes that shit just hits different. Um, like this, everyone's got to play this episode a little bit slower. Uh, so uh, he's he's blind since birth, and they ask who sinned, him or his parents. And the idea is that uh, maybe his parents sinned, and so then he is having to reap the repercussions of it. Mm. There is some physical expression of it. I think the only time you can really point at that is if, you know, it's just dead ass like you sinned is like probably STDs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you got syphilis. Well. Hmm. I, went to the t- I went to the temple prostitutes again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dang it. Um, I wonder if Jose ended up getting riddled. 
Now that th- now I'm thinking about that, did like, he go to temple prostitutes? Hosea married a temple prostitute. Oh shit! Like she'd been around. That, I was, didn't know that, that. was yeah. So she she had been. She was reformed or whatever. Uh, like? Not really. She runs back to the temple a couple times in the story, huh. and then like Hosea goes back and buys her again. Wow. And she must have been like a high dollar, pro- like a really classy prostitute because he had to pay money for her. Hmm. Anyways, so um, but keep that uh, uh, that Hosea story in your back in the back of your mind. <laughs> uh, but, uh, um, so also before you get super judgy, there is some standard Christian teaching, not like all Christians, but some believe the idea that, um, the reason that there is sickness and del- death and all that is because of the, the sin in the garden of Eden when Adam, the original Eve, sin, like, yeah, when they ate the fruit or whatever, like they were supposed to live forever and live in paradise and everything was gonna be wonderful and happy. And then they ate the fruit. And now we have to be sick and die. That's a whole other thing. Yep. Cause it's like, I've thought about that before too. It's like, you know, if they hadn't eaten the fruit, everything would be perfect. And it's like. Okay, so this is the same person talking about, like, oh, well, God's, like... Oh, well, most of the time in my interactions with this, these are the same people that are talking about, like, predetermination and all that stuff, where it's like, well, God already knows what's going to happen. It's like, nah, man, he knew... Like, this was this was the way it was going to go. He put the tree in there and, like, sat there with some binoculars, like, like watching a deer. Like, come on. Yeah. Come on. Uh, come on. I think I <laughs> may have mentioned this before. One of my favorite albums is by a guy named uh, Dave Bazan. Or Dave Bazan. Yeah. He, um... He wrote an album that was his Dear John Letter to God, and he just broke up with God, and he has a, it's, the, the album's called Curse Your Branches, and most of the album has to deal with that idea of, like, God just being, like, sitting up there watching. The I bet that's on Spotify. Yeah, yeah. See if I wants to check it out. Yeah, Dave Bazan, uh, David Bazan, Dave Bazan. <laughs> yeah. Um, he was the, he was originally with a, a group called Page of the Lion, which was a Christian band, but then he got into his thirties. Really? I've heard of them. Yeah. Yeah. They're awesome. Like huh. great music. Because I remember a lot of people were really excited that I think gum might've been, uh, one of our friends, gum was excited about that. And like, I know a lot of people were just excited about them breaking away from, or him breaking away from Christian faith hmm. because he is a really good musician. Yeah. They just thought it was kind of weird that like you're in this weird mythical faith. And then he, he was like, yeah, I think it is mythical. And let me write a whole album about it. And that's actually one of my favorite albums, huh. um, which is really weird. Say from a guy that has a Bible podcast. <laughs> Anyways, to continue with this whole thing, um, uh, some rabbinic teachings, uh, Bavli Nadarim 41, a, uh, Rabbi Chaya said the patient is not healed of a sickness until his sins are forgiven. That's a little bit later. That might be something that was floating around uh, by the time of Jesus. Not necessarily, but it might have been an idea. So understand what I just quoted came after Jesus, but maybe it was a, still a mind, like a thought. Mm. Um, and then you have uh, in Babli Shabbat fifty five a Rabbi Ami says there is no uh, there are no sufferings without sin. So that still idea that you are going to be um, you are you have sin and that's why you're you're uh, sick. Uh, there's also a prayer that is called Shimone Esre. And that is a prayer that's recited every day, sometimes multiple times a day. Is it multiple times a day? I know it's recited at least once every day. And in that pattern, in, in that prayer that's recited by Jewish people all over the world, it says the, the, or the prayer for forgiveness is actually before praying for healing. Hmm. So um, I'm not sure if that's a pattern. That might be a pattern for if you are a Christian and you want to pray that way, that might make that might be a way to do it. So it makes sense to <clears throat> Jesus saying uh, your sins are forgiven. Yes, it's like the heal, the forgiveness, then the healing. Yes. All right, let's uh, let's read verse three. Three. We're just tearing through this. Everybody. No shit. Uh, at this point, some of the teachers of the law said to themselves, "This fellow is blaspheming." I guess they're talking about Jesus, not the paralyzed guy. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 
<laughs> Absolutely. Um, Apan Avtus, uh, again, <laughs> unless you're Joey, you don't know what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> we're not sure. I have if, no fucking clue. It says, like, he said, uh, <laughs> they are speaking and they said among themselves. And mm. like it among themselves, so they didn't shout it out. They're just like, "Did you see that? Did you yeah. hear that? This blasphemous son of a bitch!" Yeah, and then and then the, the there's a question about whether or not um, did Jesus hear them or did he like use Jesus' powers? And he's like, "Oh yeah, I know what's going on. Like I know you guys." So, um, yeah, that's what we're looking at. And then let's see, uh, blasphemy in Judaism. It's usually paired with idolatry, speaking disrespectfully of God or even of leaders. Like, like what could blasphemy mean? It kind of talks about any of that. Well, we're shit out of luck on this podcast. Then. Yes, yes. I, I think I've, I've gotten a few uh, <laughs> phone calls. That's not even a joke. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. Um, I've heard about it. Yeah. Uh, anyways, fix your mic, Neil. My, my mic just fell. <laughs> we're having technical I'm have difficulties. To hold this. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, and then. You have, let's see here. Sorry, everybody. I dropped my mic. It <laughs> fell on me. You still sound great. Oh. Uh, so uh, uh, there it is. Um, it's a sin that you could hire a secret witness to catch someone in. So like certain sins, you can't be like, okay, I'm going to go and uh, like somebody's cheating on their wife, right? Like you can't hire. This sounds someone. familiar. This sounds like John 8. It does sound like John 8, which uh, that is that was our original podcast that wasn't up. That's actually why we were the OGs of, of, of all the podcasts. <laughs> well, how we grabbed the first spot. Yeah, that's why we're... Uh, the other ones might have been called Beers and Bibles and everything else, but when we first started this podcast, um, that was the first episode and nobody else was around, so we were good. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so yeah, you, you if you are... We'll, we'll, do that, uh, we'll do that study another time. Yeah, and, sorry. Anyways, um, so if I'm married and I think my wife is cheating on me, I can't hire somebody to spy on her. Because that means like I'm letting it happen, without oh, yeah. trying to stop it, without trying to fix it, like, yeah, fix the situation, yeah. So that I, so I you're just as guilty at that point. Yeah, I'm like I'm no, like, or according to like Jewish, yeah, it'd be like. So why didn't you just sit down and like you know have a conversation with her about your relationship? I didn't want to. I wanted to catch her because she's a bad woman. Like no, no, that's not okay. Yeah, that's, that's not how it works. No, no, you you. Yeah, now you're making them witnesses. Like, you could sit there and say, hey, could you stop her from, like, you could ask your friends to be there as someone to be like, hey, Rebecca, don't do that. Like, that's a bad idea. Yeah. Um, but then, that, yeah, that, that'd be it. But this one, you could actually pay somebody and be like, okay, Chris, I'm going to slide you some money. I want you to go listen and hear if Steve over there says something bad about God. So you, you can actually, that one you're okay to do. Gotcha. You're not like, you're not making them, you're not stopping them. You can actually pay somebody to do that. Um, and then uh, you can't take, add, uh, you can't add or take away a word. Um, so remember the scribes are coming up? Yeah. And uh, so they are, they're, uh, the scribes are sometimes called Sofrim or the counters. Um, that's from the Megillah. Um, so the, so you have the, they're the ones who are counting like the words and making sure you can't say anything or take things away from, from, the word of God gotcha. being very, you, you, you have to be very uh, specific about it. <clears throat> and uh, probably just like, it might be that Jesus is putting himself on the level of God or bringing God to his level by being like, your sins are forgiven, like declaring that by God. And especially not, he's not even a priest. Yeah. He can't even like say that he's just saying it because he wants to, I guess. Um, and then uh, Matthew drops Mark's uh, Mark has like the people saying who can forgive sins, but Matthew doesn't have that. So, all right. So that's, Hopefully that's shedding some light onto this. Let's go four through five. Four through five. Knowing their thoughts, Jesus said, Why do you entertain evil thoughts in your hearts? 
Which is easier, to say your sins are forgiven or to say get up and walk? Huh. Yeah. So then he calls them out. So they're over there whispering in the corner or whatever, and Jesus is like, no, hold up. I know what's going on. Like, yeah, he knows he knows what's going on. That's like, awesome. Yeah, and then again, we don't know if he's using his like, does Jesus. not avoid confrontation. No, no. What did you call Jesus? He's a what starter? A shit starter. He's a shit starter. That's, I like it. Yeah, he he does not hold back, especially no. in Matthew. Um, yeah, it, it, it's it's a little weird because I think in in some Western context or some Eastern context, I don't know, in different cultural contexts, like the idea of going up and confronting somebody is not considered like a good behavior. Yeah. Um, uh, but it seems like here, like that's not that much of an issue. Yeah. Um, that's where are you, why are you yelling? It's a conversation. We're just <laughs> discussing, uh, orao or orao, oh no, wait, orao, uh, perceive or recognizes uh, their thoughts in Matthew and Luke. Um, Luke and Mark use the word to know, like Jesus knew their things, knew, knew what was going on. But in Matthew, uh, Jesus recognizes or perceives what's going on in their minds. Um, in, in Judaism, you think with your heart, like that's where the thought comes from. Mm. You think with your heart and, uh, the emotions are in the, uh, are in the guts, like in the stomach, which makes sense. Like, Oh, I got butterflies in my stomach or right? like that's where your emotion <laughs> is. But you, you like your thinking is with your heart. Um, and then, uh, so maybe what they're thinking is like that, you know, Jesus got a little too big for his tunic. He thinks he's some, something special. <laughs> so maybe that's what's going on. And that's where they're like, we got to. Got to calm this guy. Yeah. Um, and then, which is harder to say? That's a, that's a harder thing to say because uh, it's the same am- uh, amount of syllables. There's no different no difference in Greek or Aramaic. Like it's the same amount. It's, it's like one longer is one shorter. Is it like a tongue twister? And uh, scholars have tried to figure that out, and there isn't. There's not anything like that. Um, it could be easier to say your uh, your sins are forgiven, uh, and no one can see that. Like it might be able to be like. Hey, you know what's really easy to say right now is Chris, all of your sins are forgiven. Like right now, I've decided that. And yeah. no one could tell. Like no one like there's nothing changed about you physically. Right. <clears throat> Whereas if somebody said you're healed and you threw your crutches and started doing a little jig or whatever. Like, yeah. That's funny too, because he's like he kind of turns it around where they're like, uh their idea is like, oh, this guy's he's being blasphemous. Like he thinks he's like some like he thinks he's God or something, and then he turns around like not even addressing that part, just like kind of owning it and being like, what's easier for me to say, get up and walk or, or your sins are forgiven. Like, what do you guys, what would make you happy? You fucking idiots. <laughs> like, you know? I like, I like that idea of Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Like he doesn't even like, I like, he doesn't even try to justify anything. He's just like, what would be easier for your simple minds to wrap around? Like, <laughs> I like how he doesn't even say like, you, do you want to say that to my face? Like, he doesn't bring that up. He just, yeah. yeah. Um, and then it says, uh, let's like, it's it. almost like, you know, like, uh, oh, my words, my brain's not functioning correctly today. I think I like the beer last night. Like I didn't get enough sleep or something, <laughs> but he's like, he's saying it. Um, oh, what do you say? It, where you're trying to be like a smart ass, like a tone. Sarcastic. Sarcastically. I can't even think of the word yeah. sarcastically, but it's like, he's being sarcastic about it. It's kind of. Oh yeah. Funny. I think he is. Yeah. I think, um, like, Damn, my brain's uh, yeah, fucked today. Is, I couldn't think he, of it. He is super sassy. Um, I forgot, well, the other day I was talking to someone and I said something about like, uh, on your, what level of sassiness are you feeling today on a scale of Mr. Rogers to Jesus? <laughs> like Jesus is, especially Matthew, like he, he doesn't hold back. He, yeah. gets, he, he gets into it. And, uh, and so, yeah, the whole thing is like healing somebody is really hard to be like, okay, what's easier for me to say? Your sins are forgiven 
or get up and walk. And like, it's kind of hard because one of them is on the side of God, like your sins are forgiven. Yeah. And the other one, the get up and walk would might be more difficult because you can't actually make somebody get up and walk, especially right. this guy's been paralyzed for years. And plus they could assume yeah. like, we don't know, like, like this is some evil magic or something. Like yeah. he's when he's referencing like the faith and the other one, he, he could just be like, Oh, you're healed. And they're like, he's a witch, you know, <laughs> like, um, I just don't know if, if Jesus weighs more than a duck or not. Uh, probably not. He can walk on water. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Well, no. Then if he does float, then he is a witch. Oh shit. Yeah. That's what Sorry, they, Jesus. That's that was the isn't that what the Monty Python thing was? Yeah. Yeah. So he's a witch. <laughs> Which house would? Never mind. Just read the notes. <laughs> Fifty points from Gryffindor. Um, and then healing and forgiving sins are both in the realm of God as well. Yeah. So he, he's in a way he's, he's like, Oh, forgiving sins. That was too much. Okay. Then I'll heal him too. And like, <laughs> there's so much caught up in this whole thing. If both, if the, both of those are within the realm of God, he's able to do both. Um, if there's an attachment between healing and sin or like sickness and sin, yeah. if he's able to wipe away one, then he's able to, then wipe the other would follow, but it would kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. There's a lot going on here that Matthew's trying to dispel about, um, or, or handle or not even like dispel because he, he's not necessarily disagreeing with them that sickness and sin are not connected. Right. Um, I don't think that's Matthew's conversation here. Like Matthew is not trying to be like, oh, sickness and sin are not connected. Yeah. If anything, the story tells you they are connected because he he forgives them for sins and heals their sicknesses. Yeah. So you could even argue that Matthew is within that same thinking. Hmm. Um, Unfortunately, that doesn't work really well with our current like Judeo-Christian beliefs. Like Christians don't really dig that. Um, Generally, as one. (laughs) It's okay. Christian's my best friend. I can say this. Um, (laughs) All right. Anyways, uh, so hopefully that wraps that up. All right. uh, Let's read six through eight. All right. Um, Got it. Oh, man. I have some coffee issues here. Okay. Okay. I'm good. But so that you may know that the son of man has authority on earth to forgive sins. Then he said to the paralytic, get up, take your mat and go home. And the man got up and went home. When the crowd saw this, they were filled with awe, and they praised God who had given such authority to men. <laughs> so there's the last link. Yeah. So he talks shit to them, and he's like, so he's like, your sins are forgiven. They're like whispering among themselves, and he's like, no, no, no. What, like, what would be easier? What would make you guys happy? Do you want me to say this, or do you want me to tell them to walk? And they're, uh, uh, uh. He's like, all right, hold up. Yeah, hold that thought. All right, motherfucker, get up, walk, go. He gets, <laughs> are you happy now? Yeah. <laughs> like, it looks back at them. Are you happy? Like, you know, <laughs> I love it. Like that seems like one of those like I want to talk to the manager. I am the manager moments. <laughs> yeah, like in my head, like he's like, now shut up and let me do my thing over here. Yeah, <laughs> you can't do that. Oh, I can. Yeah, and I just oh, what the hell I, I can't. Yeah, the heaven I can't. Um. Uh, so Jesus has authority, not ability, and that's another interesting idea because I've said this before. Um. So there's a belief in Christianity that Jesus is God. God is Jesus. Yeah. Uh, and then you have the Holy Spirit, and then you call it the Trinity. Um, you can read the book of Matthew without believing that. Uh, that might shock some people, but I'm, <laughs> my point is that you don't have to read the Trinity in the book of Matthew. Yeah, uh, You can believe it, and you cannot believe it. I'll, we will find points in Matthew that points to a Trinity, but we also have points here where it says authority, not necessarily ab- right. ability. Um, like, that's one of my powers, y'all. It's just like... Yeah, I was given authority to do yeah. that. Like I was allowed 
to do that. And even still, authority in the in the Greco-Roman mindset still comes with a lot. Like that could be still considered equal footing. Yeah. So without, again, without, I don't want to chase that down right now. <laughs> right. I just want to share with our audience that you can read Matthew either way. Um, and then, uh, so he's the authority, not the uh, ability. Back again, uh, let's go back. We talked last time about the son of man phrase from Daniel chapter seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go and read that again. Okay. Um, where the so fuck well, is we Daniel? Where the fuck is... Got it. Sweet. Uh, that was all of seven, right? No, seven, 13 through 14. That's all we're doing. 13 through, oh, yeah. Wait. 13. Oh, okay, cool. Because I had like, I was still have my old marks in here. In my vision at night, I looked, and there before me, is it? does that sound right? Yeah. Okay. In my vision at night, I looked, and there before me was one like a son of man, coming with the clouds of heaven. He approached the Ancient of Days and was led into his presence. He was given authority, glory, and sovereign power. All the peoples, nations, and men of every language worshipped him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion that will not pass away, and his kingdom is one that will never be destroyed. So again, this kingdom, authority, like... It's funny, when he presents there, he, and he was, looked like the uh, son of man, he was like, he looked like us. Yeah. It's kind of, you know... I know the son of man thing, we already talked about all that, but it's that just kind of like popped into my head. Yeah, yeah. Like, Again, we, we, you could read that either like this amazing figure, I think originally in the Aramaic of Adios, son of man, is lowly. Like He's like one of us, like you said. Going Just, on a tangent with Daniel, has yeah. he seen God at all? Like has God like presented himself yet that he would see a distinction and be like, this does not look like what I've seen before. This looks like I don't a know. man. Like, I don't know. I'd, that's I'd, just, that's just yeah, an interesting I thought mean, I had. Like I wonder if, you know. Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll study Daniel one day. God was chilling with a lot of these prophets back then. So yeah, I don't think they ever saw him. Really, um, I remember Moses asked if he could see God, and God said, "You can see my back." Or another way to, to interpret it, you can see where I have been. Mm. Like you, you can see where my presence once was, but you can oh, see. Wow. It. Like your your brain can handle this, but it can't take the whole thing. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, like, that's pretty cool. It's kind of like opening up the ark. That seems like a terrible idea. <laughs> we saw how that worked out for the Nazis. Yeah. Wasn't it Nazis in yeah, Indiana Jones? Yes, yes. Lots of Nazis in Indiana Jones. Was it... Were they not... They're, they're Nazis in that one. They were not in the second one. And it was, were there Nazis the last in the crusade, third? I think, was Nazis too, because yeah. they had those goofy boots and pants. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay, um, anyways, so uh, Jesus has the authority. So, again, authority could also be read as, like, equal footing with God, but it does... Yeah, he, he's able... He has the uh, authority there. Um, and we might say that Daniel seven thirteen through fourteen talks about that. Um, we see that uh, last in like and back in chapter seven twenty nine uh, as one speaking of authority uh, and proving it through his miracles because he talks about like false prophets and things. Yeah, so he's able to prove it through his miracles and follow up with that. Uh, the Son of Man is just uh, just that God has given. Uh, Son of Man is just that God has given the ability to all of us forgive sins. Like the whole thing of like the Son of Man. If maybe that doesn't mean. Like this Daniel chapter seven, son of man. Yeah. Remember we were talking about, it could be read as son of man is like you and me, just lowly people. Mm. So does that mean that he's actually given um, the ability to forgive sins to all other people, like to forgive each other's sins? That's another whole other thing. Um, the verb give, didomi, is, uh, when followed by the the data form, which, this is all grammar stuff. Sorry. That's fine. I'm all along right. for the ride. Um, the uh, dative is like the to something. I'm going to forgive to you, uh, not uh, not to forgive for the sake of. So it's not like you can't forget. So there, there's a question about 
it's hard to interpret it that way that it means that you and I can forgive sins mm-hmm. on each other. Um, so maybe the it, it's given to men, uh, as in a disciples are given the ability to bind and loose things. In Matthew chapter 16, we'll be getting to that a little bit further about declaring like, this is true, this is not true, or, like this is okay and not okay, bind and loose, which we'll talk about that in Matthew chapter 16. That's a whole other thing, but this is more about um, <coughs> excuse me. This section right here, but we're uh, sorry. That section is more about uh, the belief of what the beliefs are in Christ. Uh, Christology is what we've talked about before, mm-hmm. and uh, end times. So that's where Matthew chapter sixteen's more so dealing with that. So trying to tie this chapter or this verse to that verse is not being very responsible. It's it's an it's a reach. It's like ah uh, yeah that's that's really really um how do i say this like this is not about that gotcha kind of thing it, yeah yeah um i was trying to think of some, I, I thought of some political examples but i would it's gonna make somebody mad no matter what i say it's gonna make somebody mad. <laughs> yeah so we'll, um we can dodge that i was gonna say should, should, I, I can do it yeah if you, you want are to. you guys you guys can handle this we're not, we're not like expressing our political leanings or no anything. no that's like that's another thing if you think that you figured me out on this one that's wrong uh this is but the, the idea is like um when people start talking about gun control and the second amendment, there's a lot of conversation of, okay, well, does that mean I get equal? Like I should have a tank and a fighter jet and everything else because the right to bear arms because of this reason, mm-hmm. or some people take the, and, and some people would say, yes, you, you should, uh, because it, it really is the context is about being able to fight off the government where then somebody else might say, well, when they originally wrote that they were thinking muskets and rifles, like musket rifles, like not semi-automatic weapons. Right. So this is not about that. So you, you could spin it either way, but understand that that argument, uh, the argument I'm trying to make here is sometimes we're trying to tie things to the two verses, but we're just overreaching. Oh yeah. Um, and, yeah. and You're trying too hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, let's see here. Uh, all struck, uh, uh, in Matthew and Luke, they're like fearful kind of gives the idea that you're, they're fearful of what's going on. Like, Whoa, what, what, like we just were in the presence of somebody awesome. Yeah. Um, similar to, and we, we've talked about this before. Matthew just had Jesus calm the storm. Right. Yeah. And that's one of the things only God can do. So that was something that made them go, Whoa, who is this man? That so Matthew's already seen and he's like, y'all are in for a treat. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like, yeah. Like, wait till they see this. Yeah. And then, uh, and then similar to the two previous accounts, you have crowds uh, closing this one out. Cause he talks about crowds and crowds. And so this is like this next healing. So we already had two healings, I think. Yeah. Last in chapter eight or something. Yep. The last two. And then it was always ends with crowds. So this one also ends with crowds. So you just kind of structure it. Three, three things happening with <laughs> faith and healing and crowds. So that is it for today. I like it. Cool. I think I say that every time, but yeah, yeah I dig it. So, yeah, guys, thanks for uh, hanging today or joining us today or just listening to our bullshit today. (laughs) And um, remember, uh, Beer and Bible, look for the Mug and Cross. Uh, Instagram, Beer and Bible Show. Yes, all Uh, one word. And then, yeah, hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, uh, comments, questions, um, shit talking. We we want it all, all of it. So uh, thanks, and we'll catch you guys next time.